Hey everybody, welcome back to Talking Science with Mr. Stanley, episode 3 of the podcast, and I will say right now that I am extremely happy to be back after a three-week hiatus, I am ready to teach you the world of science. So let's get going right now. We are going to learn about the field of cells and heredity. Heredity, we're going to kind of put it back later into into later episodes of the podcast, but I want to focus on right now what are cells. So let's talk about it. So as you know, the cell is the smallest functional and structural unit of all living organisms. In your body, you have over one trillion cells. Uh, If you are a one-celled organism, like a bacteria or amoeba or something like that, you have one cell. Now, of course, an organism is any living thing and organisms are made up of cells. Of course, a cell is the smallest functional and structural unit of all living organisms. There's a difference between the two. A prokaryotic cell is a single cell organism that does not have a nucleus or a membrane bound organelle. On the other hand, a eukaryotic cell or organisms made up of one or more cells and have DNA in a nucleus. A unicellular organism is an organism that is just made of one cell and a multicellular organism is an organism made up of one or more cells. question that we want to understand is what is the difference between cells prokaryotic and eukaryotic well there's cell theory cell theory has three basic characteristics all organisms are made up of one or more cells the cell is the basic unit of all of all organisms and all cells come from existing cells That last point came from one of the pioneers of cell theory. And his name was Rudolf Virchow. He was considered one of the founding fathers of cell theory. He came up and said all cells come from existing cells. Now later on, later in the week, when we go to episode four, we're going to talk about the beginnings of mitosis. But I want to kind of talk more about who the pioneers of cell theory are. Anton van Leeuwenhoek was the first person to describe actual living cells when he took a drop of pond water under a microscope. Matthias Schleiden concluded that plants are made of cells Theodor Schwann determined that all animal tissues are made up of cells, as he concluded all organisms are made up of one or more cells. 
and Robert Hook, one of the high, better known cell theory pioneers, saw tiny, saw tiny box-like spaces when using a microscope to observe thin slices of cork, and he called these spaces cells. Now, cells have parts. Bodies have parts. Cars have parts. There are lots of electronics out there that have parts. But the cells are very important. An organelle is the part of the cell that helps it function. The nucleus, of course, is the organelle that contains the DNA, which is the genetic material of the cell. The cytoplasm, which is the jelly-like liquid inside the cell where the organelles are found, and the cell membrane is a thin, flexible barrier surrounding the cell. Now, as you know, there are two types of cells, animal cells and plant cells. If you know, if you understand this, cell, cell wall is only found in a plant cell. And they're found outside the cell membrane, which gives the plant structure. And it says all animal cells do not have cell walls. The other thing that you have to understand is a chloroplast, which is the organelle where photosynthesis takes place. Animal cells do not have a chloroplast. Mitochondria is considered the powerhouse of the cell. And this organelle is where sugar is used to produce energy. Lysosome is a membrane-bound organelle that is like the trash and recycling center of a cell. It helps the cell get rid of waste. And the vacuole is like a reservoir. It's a membrane-borne-out organelle where fluids and other nutrients are stored for the cell. The last three parts, the ribosomes, is the cell organelle is composed of RNA and protein and is the site of protein synthesis. Earlier this week, I asked a question to my students and I asked them what was the difference between a Golgi body and an endoplasmic reticulum well as you know the endoplasmic reticulum in a cell usually has two a smooth ER and a rough ER we're just going to talk about the smooth right now the Golgi body helps making package materials to be transported out of the cell the endoplasmic reticulum is the assistant so you can compare both of these to either as an Amazon facility or the post office of the cell. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's podcast as we will be continuing another podcast later on this week as we're going to have a couple of them. Uh, please continue to listen. I appreciate everybody listening to this. And I have some words of wisdom. Be safe. Be healthy. Be kind. Be happy. Have the greatest day ever tomorrow. Have a fantastic day. Talk to all of you soon.